The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, Super Bowl Watch 2015. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Bum, 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 bum. I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Papa John's Manning. (laughs) That's he's fused with it. He has become one. He has been absorbed by the pizza chain known as Papa John's. And he is one with them. All is right with the world. I'm Papa John's Manning. You know, a lot of people say they only watch, Super Bowl's coming up next Sunday before our next episode comes out. So we just wanted to uh, open the door a little bit to, for the sports enthusiasts to finally find a place, my brother, my brother, me, where we can really talk ball uh, and uh, and pu- big, and and puck. Big well, big game is coming up Sunday. You know, a lot of people say they only watch it for the ads. You know what I watch it for? What? The cheerleaders, Justin. Hello. That really—it's a sport, Griffin. They don't even—they ha- don't even have those really anymore. Really revs my engine. When it's was the February? La- <laughs> when was the last time you watched that. a football game and saw cheerleaders? They don't—I don't think they have them anymore. The last one I watched was that Patriots game where they had deflated the cheerleaders. Oh, they didn't, so they didn't perform yeah. as well. <laughs> just little yeah. fleshy blobs. Yeah. Just sort of warbling around on the sidelines. Didn't really get anybody especially psyched, but that did not stop the Patriots from coming away with a big, decisive victory over the Indiana Colts. It did make me wonder what they thought the end game of that would be. Like maybe if we a little bit, little bit of the blood out of our cheerleaders, they'll be better. I don't know. I'm really looking forward to the big it. game. Are you looking for the big game? Who's in it this year? A lot of people are still wondering. <laughs> Well, we have to wait and see who shows up. Well, I think that's part of it. Because you default if you don't get there in time. And with traffic these days. Oh, my God. Where is that movie? What? About trying to get to the Super Bowl? We got to get to the Super Bowl in time. Like they all oversleep in New England and they have to like get to Denver or wherever they're doing the Super Bowl this year. But then they forget Kevin at home. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. We forgot Tom Brady. And it just shows him like in his underwear sliding around the house. That's his aftershave bit. Him and Giselle have to fight off Joe Pesci. None of this is good so far. This is all very bad. You said everything we've done ever is funny. Uh uh huh. And the streak ends today. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't people sit next to me on the bus? Every morning on my way to work, I'm one of the first to get on the bus. As the bus fills up, I end up being the last person sitting alone. People will often opt to stand before sitting next to me. I'm very quiet, fairly well-dressed, average-looking guy who showers every morning. Help me, brothers. Am I just being paranoid, or is there a method to being the cool guy on the bus everyone wants to sit next to? That's from Potentially Creepy Bus Guy in Seattle. I totally get this, and I know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, J- just sort easy. of putting the putting your foot down, huh? But just sort of putting the Travis stamp on this one, claiming it, claiming it for your own. You want it too bad. 
That might be it. Yeah. I mean, I've been that dude where it's that idea of like thing where you like raise your eyebrows and pat the seat like. Well, it's like somebody starts to walk up and you kind of like subconsciously like adjust yourself, like preparing to make a new friend. And it's like, I want to look the most normal now. And it's like, oh, what's that guy wiggling about? I don't want to sit next to the wiggly dude. Are you maybe whenever anybody walks by, you maybe go, seats taken. (laughs) (laughs) Just as like a nervous tick. Yeah. (laughs) Can't sit here. If you forgot to mention that bit, (laughs) that is some... Primo, primo background that we definitely, definitely needed. I, I honestly, I think that a part of it is in this day and age, being a perfectly normal, like average looking dude is for some reason become like a huge red flag. Well, yeah, because those are the hate crimers. Those are, those are, those are the people who like fuck up the worst. It's, it's never our profiling has been flipped on its ear because the people who want to do heinous shit know they're going to get away with it if they put on some fucking H&M. Like, I've watched so much CSI and shit, and it's always, like, the normal-looking dude that's, like, the serial killer. It's never the big, bearded, tattooed biker guy. He's the guy who volunteers his time on the weekends at, like, the Big Brothers Big Sisters house, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, he's actually a good guy who just lives his life every day, and he's just made some interesting, like, uh, you know, outfit choices today. It's the normal-looking dude who puts people in freezers. Can I... Are people just too polite? Like, for me, if I'm on on a bus or like a, an airport shuttle maybe you know from from one uh terminal to the next if i if there's an open seat i, I and I, if the only one is like next to people i will probably stand woof i will probably go ahead and stand i i don't i don't want to be the guy that ruins somebody's day by, by like t- touching them cramming in next to them you don't want to make that human connection that most blissful Human experience of hu- sweet, soft human touch. I'm also, if it's like the lassie, I'm also very nervous that somewhere on there there's a pregnant woman that I just haven't spotted, and she, and somebody and you'll accidentally sit on her. No, like she's standing, uh, and people uh, are looking at me like, look at, look at, look at. Justin's not there. suggesting that, honey, I shrunk you and you're pregnant is a thing. No, uh, well, she could also be invisible. Yeah, invisible pregnant women on buses are getting to be a pretty serious issue. Somewhere in the hey Obama in the third hey trimester, ladies just turn invisible. I don't get it. It's uh, a one in a hundred kind of chance, but as a side effect of pregnancy, invisibility. Sorry, a one in a hundred. Yep, it's becoming more and more prevalent as we put GMOs into more stuff. Ugh, GMOs turn all our pregnant women invisible. Cut it out, GMOs. <laughs> GMO, you've done it again. Uh, smooshed another tiny invisible pregnant woman. Um, is Gmo the tiny um, alien from the Flintstones? Yes, I have. Hey, Gmo, I've come to turn all your pregnant women invisible. <laughs> Gmo, um, can I ask why this is bothering Wilma, you? Why are you why are you invisible, Wilma? What have you told me? Well, Fred. This is what I sound like on the cartoon, I think. Yeah. I'm pregnant. I didn't know how to tell you, but now I'm invisible. I guess you guessed it. Can I ask why this is a problem for you? Why this is bothering you that you're not? I mean, I get it. I love that sweet, blissful, um, celestial human interaction of a soft thigh to thigh touch. I'm real into that through the gene stuff. But (laughs) that might not be everybody's cup of tea. Like, sure. It seems like it wouldn't bother Justin. 
if people didn't sit next to you on a bus, that actually seems like it would be kind of a superpower for you. Uh, I, I bet yeah, it's like right? this, Griffin. I bet it's like the first time it happened, he was like, ah, awesome, great. See it all to myself. The second time, he was like, well, what are the what are the odds twice in a row? And then by like the 32nd time, he was like, do I smell? Like, what is the thing? Yeah. What's going on? This is honestly more of a concern to me on a on like a plane. I used to fly a lot more before we had the kiddo, and I can remember very clearly being like in the middle seat of a plane and not having anyone on the left and mm. the plane they're doing that thing where it's like I don't see any more people coming on oh my god and I'm already like planning how I'm going to stretch out like how quick I'm going to get that armrest up and put my bag underneath there and put my diet Mountain Dew inside the the thing and take his Sky Mall and keep that one I've got build all a friend plans. out of magazines and sit <laughs> in the chair next to you <laughs> tell, turn to tell, him and say oh my god are you watching this movie Maze Runner is amazing Tell him that my wife is uh, in the bathroom and or pregnant and invisible and go ahead and just leave her meal there. And, and or made and, of magazines. And or magazines. <laughs> and I've, I've got all these great plans. And then just Johnny come latest, the just strolling up the aisle. Oh, I think this is. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet that is your seat there. Go ahead. And it's always the only the, thing worse the than that. The stinkiest salad in the entire Aeropuerto. Like <laughs> the stinkiest. He went to every restaurant, smelled the salads. No, 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 no. Too fresh. Too fresh smelling. Do you have any with garbage? <laughs> Do you have any from like a week ago that you forgot to refrigerate? You have any from a week ago that have Vienna sausages toasted into croutons? Could you put that on here? That would be great. I, the worst uh, moment to me on a plane. later. The worst moment to me on a plane is when you walk on and someone is like sitting in your seat, and like that that confrontation to me is like a Sisyphusian level of like, uh, uh, hey, uh, um, you see, I'm actually so. And there's like a line of people waiting to sit down behind you. I don't know why that moment makes me so awkward, but it like because it's my seat. I fucking paid for it. It's not like I'm trying to steal it from him. And but like the three times I've had to do that in my life, the person responded like I was taking the chariest seat. Uh, what did just, you want I me just, to do? Can't, why can't I just steal it? <laughs> <laughs> Not to turn this into Seinfeld the podcast, but the other thing about oh Jesus is Christ, when you have to put your bag okay. like ten rolls back because it's the only one, and then there are people still getting on the plane, so you have to be that guy who's like fighting against the tide. Like yes, this is what we're doing now. Crowd surf me back. Again, you I'm get sorry. a lot of that through the genes interaction. Griffin, right, save us with the Yahoo. Yeah, we're not talking about it. Can we actually do, do, do just a quick PSA? Because I feel like this is a hot topic right now, and I feel like we need to maybe make our opinion clear on it. Um, or, or, like, I feel like the hot topic right now that everybody's talking about is, like, dude dude spread, spreading their legs. Just sort man of spread. Getting, man spread. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Is that, the, is that the scientific term is man spread? That's correct. Let's talk about man spread. Keep it together. Keep them closed. I just got back from PAX South San Antonio where I covered several panels where I was sitting in the middle of like a row between two dudes that I just wanted to bust out like a courtesy protractor and like shove it between their junk and just show them how bad they were fucking up. <laughs> just show them. I would do, I would have two protractors, one for my own ruined, flattened paninus. And their, their, their giant greater than sign that they had going on in their pants and just show them how bad they were fucking up. Just like do a quick measurement of how much percentile of my own cushion they were occupying with their, with their, their meat. I, oh God. 
if somebody does that, you just have to cross your legs so that your foot is resting on their leg. And if they look at you, just eyeball them real hard. I sat next to one who was like doing it so heinously that I couldn't. I had like my laptop in my lap because I was like taking notes. I was covering the panel. I had one dude that was like so heinous about it that I had to like sit off the corner of my chair. And it was like an hour long. It was like really uncomfortable. So after a while, I just like fucking like cuddled with this guy. <laughs> just like fucking like, nope. Okay, I'm, I guess I have to fight for my right to like be here right now, and I know that's not an equitable solution for everybody, especially when it's shorts weather. But just like, oh, guys, just be constantly vigilant and alert about how you're, how you're, how you're sort of occupying there, stuff. If, if, so, if the person next to you is employing manspread, it just start rubbing their jeans and ask them if they have a mint or some gum, and then after they say no, keep asking. If their jeans ha- pocket has a mint in it, and that pocket is on your cushion, that it's That's your yours. mint. It's your Check shit. The Constitution manifest destiny, baby. Give me that mint. Manifest destiny. Give me that pocket. Manifest destiny. Okay. Oh, that was it. I think manifest is actually better, Travis. How about I'm a sorry. Yahoo answer? I wish I'd said mine first. How about a Yahoo? We'll fix it in post. How about that's not how post works. How about a Yahoo? Can you put one in in post? Yeah, I'll put this Yahoo in in post. All right, guys, that was a great question. Justin, time to move on to the next one. Uh, This Yahoo was sent in by... (laughs) just put some jokes in there. By uh, Game Recognized Game Rachel Sperling. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rob, who asks, which celebrity would you (laughs) like... Sorry. Which celebrity would you like to stroke your hair if you were dying? You are lying on your... You are lying on your deathbed and are about to merge with the infinite. Mm-hmm. You can summon any celebrity, living or dead, to stoke you hair as you fade away. Who would it be? Harvey Firestein. Oh, sorry. That's not in there, but just like I just got so excited about my answer, but of course it would be Harvey Firestein. Griffin! Griffin, you're dying. You're going to be no, with Jesus. Going to be with Jesus soon. <laughs> against all odds. <laughs> Harvey Firestein has outlived you. I'll carry on your legacy. <laughs> I'll tell the tales of your bravery. Oh, wait, uh, Griffin, I'm dying too. Can you stroke my hair? Griffin. We'll do like a yin yang of stroking. We'll do a hair stroking dying 69, Griffin. You actually sound like uh, the the female frog woman from Rocco's Modern Life. Thank you Rocco. for jumping in the path of that bullet for me, that mugger's assailant. Was coming for me and you saved my life. You're a hero, Griffin. <laughs> oh fuck! That would be You're good. the greatest man I've ever met. I'll I, never forget. It you. would be good for several reasons. One, I bet he's very like tender in that situation. But he has a good uh, like bedside manner when you, somebody's it's shuffling okay, off. Honey. That's why I can hear him say, "It's okay. It's gonna be okay. It's okay. You're gonna be. Away. You're gonna be at peace." It's hard to say shh in a Harvey Firestein voice. It just sounds like a malfunctioning robot. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, I feel like after like a few minutes of it, I would just sort of be ready. To just like not not hear it anymore. To just be like anywhere else, including the infinite that I'm about to merge with. I think Tommy Lee Jones would shame me into coming back to life. Oh shit. What do you oh. think you're doing? You're trying. You're trying to to fall asleep, to die. You're ready to die now. Come back to life. Coward. I should have known that. Coward. I should have known that this question was going to surface the fact that we're fucking bad at impressions. Uh, I don't know really? what you're talking about. We are nailing these. Now, what if Tim Curry was there stroking your <laughs> <head>? Griffin. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> the impression fresh... all three of us can do slam dunk. Griffin, I brought you a fresh cheese pizza. <laughs> It's full of a. It's full of adrenaline. How'd you do? I? I'll shove it straight in your heart, Griffin. See, you met my faithful Saint Peter. <laughs> All that would be good. Um, I bet I would do Channing Tatum just because I'd like to like hang out with him. The one thing that we're not addressing here is it's great to meet these awesome celebrities, but who's going to be the best one at stroking your hair? You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, I think Channing Tatum is going to end up being pretty lazy about it. Yeah, and he would like do like a bro laugh. Yeah, and that's He's not, not going to make you feel comfortable. I want to be soothed. How about this? Let me hit you guys with this: Dolly fucking Parton. Oh, that's Whoa. a good one. That's very a, good. Um, I would do that today. I would do that today. Just I, would, I would die today if I could get Dolly Parton to stroke my hair while I go while I shuffle. Can I say somebody who I think would be surprisingly good would be John Favreau? I feel like John Favreau. You know would be what? Yeah, because he makes it special. He does. You know, he, he makes everything a little fun. You watch. Oh, you watch. You watch Zathura, and you think like this is going to be like a a dumb space Jumanji ripoff, some act, some Dax Shepard action. But then you know what happens there at the end? They make it kind of special, don't they? They do make it special. What do you guys think about this? Ving Rhames. Damn. Ving Rhames. <sighs> yeah, probably surprisingly tender. I mean, he's no Michael Clark Duncan who would have been a fantastic. Well, this figure. says you can summon any celebrity living or dead. So, oh my God, how oh. good. That, okay, that's. Okay, uh, Jesus. Game, game over. Well, no. <laughs> I'm going to summon Jesus. <laughs> yeah, of course. Jesus. Hey, what's up? Where am I? You're in a hospital. I'm dying. Cool. So, did you need anything? Yeah, can I get in heaven? I guess. Sure. Cool. Boop. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Oh, execution. I should have asked him to keep me from dying. Oh, Ugh, too late. Um, no, Michael Clark Duncan would be so sick because he could be like, it's pretty dope up there. You're going <laughs> to really dig it. Now let me stroke your hair. I don't got any, but. Let me, op- let me open my mouth and eat your disease. That's he. I told you this so many times that that was not a documentary. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go back on what I said, and I'm just going to stick with the cool factor and go with John Stamos. Okay. You think John Stamos would be good? What if he tried to turn it into a fucking yogurt commercial, though? <laughs> That's, I'm counting on that. You know what, we, what? You, know, I, you know what? The last thing I'd want in my mouth is some oikos, blueberry animals. You know, dying is a regular part of life. And speaking of regular, just a little bit of yogurt every day will help keep you that way. I just, Goodbye. Mercy. Goodbye, sweet friends. I just needed a kidney transplant, but I couldn't find... Actually, I'm compatible. I'm John Stamos. I can give you a kidney. Just one question, though. What's your favorite yogurt? Jabani. <laughs> Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> Wrong. Say hi to Satan Wait, for is, me. Is that's where people Stamos who eat- a universal kidney donor? He's, I'm a universal, my kidneys are perfect. I'm John fucking Stamos. Just one question. What kind of yogurt do you like to party with? Gogurt. Gogurt? Yeah, I'm seven. Bye. You're going to Chabani hell. What if St. Peter appeared to you to whisk you away and he was like, have mercy. <laughs> um, God, I just, I, I think I honestly... I would be happy with any celebrity. Beggars can't really be choosers. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn would be really good. Oh, my God, guys. Owen Wilson. Why him? So soothing. Yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, let me try again. Yeah, you're going to. It's going to be real cool. You're just going to die. You sound die. like Dr. Evil. Yeah, you're just going <laughs> to die and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I don't know. It's going to be okay because, uh, you know. Uh... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Everybody knows you're about to die. But what my book presupposes is maybe you didn't. Oh, man. What a great... I like that when Griffin does an impression uh, 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 of, of Owen Wilson, he ages him 40 years for some uh, reason. You're just uh, you're going to die, you know. Uh uh, brothers, I have a birthday coming up, and every year I'm plagued by the sheer number of happy birthday wishes I get. Uh, they range from close friends and family to basically total randos. I have no idea how to respond. Do I simply like every status? Oh, so like a, a Facebook thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I respond to everyone with a heartfelt paragraph? Is it rude to only respond to some? Do I completely ignore all of them? Am I good? That's from No Clue in North Carolina. You know what I like? You know what move I like? Thanks, like. you too. But girlfriend, it's not their birthday. Yeah, that's the fucking bit. But that seems like it would be confusing to them because they would say, like, me too. What could he mean by that? I think that you only highlight the best ones. You only think the best ones. And then people understand that, like, everything in life is a competition. And if they didn't get that thanks, then maybe they should have put a little bit more effort into it. And I See, think that because I put a lot of fucking effort. I, oh, man, I holler for that thank you. You know what I mean? I disagree, Griffin, because I live a life of a social contract that I understand I'm putting the least amount of effort and just putting happy birthday exclamation point. Maybe I capitalize H and B, maybe, and I know that they don't have to respond, but they know that I knew it was their birthday, and I know that they knew that I knew it was their birthday, and we're done. I get on YouTube, and I find, um, I search like happy birthday uh, Douglas or, you know, if it's Douglas, Douglas's birthday and I, uh, I Google, I YouTube search that and then I find videos of like parents singing to their kids, happy birthday, Douglas. I put that on their wall. That's especially good for your orphan friends. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I like to make it special, you know? See, I sometimes will just have Teresa log in and wish someone a happy birthday for me, but I don't let her fancied up. Happy birthday, exclamation point. Done. Um, I've actually stopped doing this. Um, because I live in constant fear that people are changing their birthdays on Facebook all the time, just to, like try and catch you in a trap. Because I used to do that, and I feel fucking terrible about it now. But that used to be my jam in college, like when Facebook was still in its infancy, and I would change my birthday to like today, and just like wait and see like the closest person who would write on my wall wishing me happy birthday, just to see like oh, I guess you don't know me at all, huh? We all had those wild college stories. <laughs> <laughs> I do, listen, I do get, I, I was going to make fun of this question asker a little bit and say like, oh, first world problem. But I actually, I really totally get it. The more I think about it, you try to stay on top of it. And like the first couple hours of the day, you know, you're really good at like, thanks, man. Or like, you know, at least liking everyone. But then like, as you go about your day and get caught up doing stuff, you lose it. And then pretty soon it's like two days later and you're like, do I go back through and say thank you to everyone now? Or will that just seem hollow? Yeah. Or like. I get let, it. Let me let me or propose just like a, a general post. Like I'm overwhelmed by all the birthday wishes. Thank you so much. Wish I could like them all, but I'm like out. But that there. would take like 45 seconds. I'm like trying Soaking to live my life. Um, I'm living my life every damn day to the fullest. Let until me hit, Wallace Shawn strokes my hair till mm-hmm. I die. Strokes me to death. Let me hit you all with this. <laughs> um, Wallace Shawn strokes me to death. <laughs> this is like sort of I guess a catch all for um, any sort of wait. Sidebar, yeah. Quick Wallace on sidebar. All right. Uh, Sydney just read the book. Yeah, Harry Rachel Elvis did too. About Princess Bride. She told me the best story about Wallace Shawn that apparently uh, he had it in his head that they what they really wanted was Danny DeVito for the part. 
but they couldn't get DeVito, so they got Wallace Shawn. They de- Carl Reiner denies this, but Wallace Shawn was convinced about it. And he said that about half of the time he was they, they were filming, he was really distracted because he kept thinking in his head about how, how Danny DeVito would have done it better and how he could do it more like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Can you imagine being <laughs> Yeah, that's why every day. Like, look over your shoulder, it's DeVito. He's always there waiting, waiting for you oh, to Oh, just in up. the corner of your eye, but if you look directly at him, he disappears, and you're like, what was that? Uh, nothing, nothing, Wallace. Just go on. Just it's, let's start at the top. Ste- it's Mr. Steal your role. He's, he's right there <laughs> waiting, waiting to jump into this. DeVito, uh, the, the original Baba Duke. <laughs> um, this is sort of, I guess, a catch-all for any sort of social media quandary, and that is that none of this garbage matters at all. Is that, am I the only one on that page where, like, nobody gives a fuck? They were forgetting that they were doing it letter by letter. Like, by the time they wrote the Y and exclamation point in nope, Happy Birthday. it's gone. They had, it was gone. What? Except. And even if it's, like, we'll take it to the extreme, right? Say it's your, like, your triple grandma. And she's, like, she grandma's real hard. And she, you know, spends, like, three hours artisanally crafting a Facebook post. And then just sort of, like, F5s it, waiting for that like to pop up. Um, and it doesn't. She will be upset about it for, like, 12 minutes and then that's that moment living her life and then that moment is gone it's in the past and it's not even like an especially savory moment so like the thing the problem is is that it's it's taken over what used to be like oh it's my best friend's birthday i'm gonna send him a card and now it's like, oh, it's my best friend's birthday. Well, I'm going to the, do the minimal amount of effort the to card, wish them happy birthday. The card thing is also debatable because then you're extending, you're prolonging that moment, that magic moment for, I don't know, like an, an hour or two. But then nobody's going to remember that fucking card. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, I get what you're saying. It's just like any anything you've ever done, all the time you've ever spent like tweeting great shit on Twitter, unless you like got a... A comedy writing gig off of how good your tweets are, which like six people have done. Like none of that shit or you matters. Got three episodes of a of a sitcom, uh, like the like the uh, shit my dad says guy. Like mm-hmm. none of that. None of it matters. None if of it. If it matters. is your best friend's birthday, if it's someone that you would want to like wish you a happy birthday, give them a call. It's like forty seconds, a minute most, and just say like, "Hey, I I'm willing to speak to you as one human being to another without written word getting in the way. I love you very much. Happy birthday." I'm not like upset that we're fielding questions about social media aptitude. I'm not. I just don't want you. I don't want anybody to like waste a precious moment of this, you know, spin around this crazy, this third rock from the sun fucking stressing about their favorites you know what it's i mean it's an excellent point because at this point it's your birthday the last thing any of these people who care about you enough to like at least say happy birthday to you they're not doing it to stress you out worrying about who you're going to respond to like and if they are then you don't need to respond to them in the first place so like either they love you enough that they don't that they're doing it because they just wanted to wish you happy birthday or they're doing it so that you will acknowledge that they're awesome people who wish you happy birthday. Either way, you don't have to worry about it. Just power down your Asus, shut it down, close your clients, go out there, eat a nice meal, go, go just take a dip in a beautiful crystal clear spring. And then quietly die. And quietly die. (laughs) Wallace Shawn just kisses you on the neck. Uh, 
I just died in Wallace Shawn's arms tonight. I added some syllables back there. Okay, money time. Here we go. I think 2015 is the year that we fucking just get off Twitter altogether. Do you think it's the year uh, the that we three just of like, us? The three of us can be the captains of the fucking Exodus if space no Griffin, freighter. I love Twitter. If fucking 2014 didn't drive me off of Twitter, I don't know what's going to, honestly. 2014, we uh, were all under assault. We were all under attack so much. We had enemies at the gates at every gate. There were like 30 gates, and there were enemies at all of them. We didn't have time to plan the Exodus. This is the year. Two of every animal. Let's fucking do it, guys. Come on. Get on my freighter. Come on. We're going to Ello. We're, um, <laughs> we're all going to Ello together. We're going to be <laughs> get safe. Get in my car. We're going to Ello. Uh, have you ever wanted to build an iPhone app? To replace Twitter? Do you ever want to make an Instagram or Snapchat like that, but better to replace Twitter? Do you want to learn Swift by Apple? We got good news. One month, iOS is an easy way to learn iOS development using Swift. So one month, if you are not already acquainted, is a 30-day program. You give it 30 minutes a day for 30 days, and it is going to teach you a real-life uh, uh, skill. One month HTML is a thing that I've been doing, and I, I found it really, really helpful. Uh, one month Rails uh, to help you uh, make your first web app. Uh, Think how much and, shit, and how much time you learn on the internet learning shit that doesn't matter and doesn't help you at uh, all. Do you, are you talking about like all the hundred percent of it? Yeah, except for Here, the time that you spend on one month. Yes, exactly. Here's something you can waste your time on the internet. That's not a waste. It's good for you. It's good for you. It's just like, uh, this is my new 2015 thing. We're all fucking bad at the internet. We all click on shit that we know is going to make us angry because dumb people wrote it to make you angry to click on it to get money. It's fucking, it's time to leave. We're off. We're done with the internet. Download this podcast and then cancel your account and then re tell, reopen your account in a week to download this podcast again. The repeat. only thing you should Rinse be doing. and repeat. Unless you, it's an Adventure Zone week, then grab that. Grab course, that. Go ahead and also, grab Sawbones. Sawbones. And maybe and Bunker Buddies. Buddies, yeah, Bunker Buddies, Buddies if you're, you're looking for it. Go ahead and pick what that up. What days can you turn off the internet? What days can you have your internet disconnected? The weekends. You I shouldn't be spending Friday. We spend every Sunday on the internet recording this goddamn show, and it's like, it makes me cry inside. But that's the thing. When Wallace Shawn's stroking my hair in the death bed, he'd be like, do you have any regrets? That was fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That was fucking Nailed awesome. That, that was that great. Was Guys, excellent. I've never tried that before. That was a one take Wallace Shawn fucking slam dunk hoop shot. <laughs> Wallace Shawn, no do you have any? Do you have any regrets? And I'll be Griffin, like. You should edit edit in and edit out all the ones you did before that. And then edit No, don't say that. that. Your first. Don't say <laughs> that. Try at it. Edit that in. God in damn it, Justin. <laughs> I'll edit you saying that out. Now who's the victor? <laughs> I am the king of content. Ah, but Griffin, if Sean... you let it out him saying that, it will be a, a paradox. Okay, this is going to be a 45-second-long <laughs> episode of uh, Wallace Shawn strokes my hair. What are you, you got any regrets? That's not as oh, good. You tried I it again. Shut up! And I'll you say, yeah, um, a lot of wasted Sunday hours I could have spent in church. Anyway, what are we talking about? One month. One month.com slash my brother. You're going to be able to save 25% off of your first class. That's a one-time discount, 25%, and you can get a real life skill. It's broken down into 30 minutes a day for one month, and you can get a uh, something really useful and make some good use of your internet time. OneMonth.com slash my brother. When you're spending your time not on the internet, just sort of wasting away, 
um, you're going to go on some adventures out there. 2015, year of cons, year of adventures. Um, and while you're on adventures, you're going to need some snacks in your gunny sack, in your adventure bag. And what can you stuff in there? Why, I have a suggestion, some nature box. While you're out in nature, just like smelling a tree, smelling some bark, Mm -hmm. I want you to reach in your bag and you're going to pull out over 100 nutritionist-approved snacks. Nature Box has something for everyone. It's got no artificial flavors, no colors, no sweeteners, no... It got zero grams <laughs> well, of... no, Griffin, hold on. It does have colors. It doesn't have artificial colors. No, it can't be perceived by the dumb cones in your human eyes. Only locusts can see Nature Box snacks. Um, they don't have GMOs, but they are invisible. It's fucked up. Anyway, they don't got trans fats. They don't got high fructose corn syrup. They don't got tweets. Ugh. Anyway... Uh, you can get all kinds of great stuff. They got sriracha roasted cashews. They got pistachio power clusters. Those are going to make you more mm. powerful. Uh, they got Big Island pineapple. That's going to help you appreciate the the beaches that you're exploring, that you're backpacking through Sicily. It's going to be great. You have the chance to try Nature Box for free with a trial box of five of their most popular snacks. Free snacks. Five of them, five bags of free snacks. You're going to get them for free because they're free snacks. What do we have to do to get you into some free snacks today? We're going to shrink your body down, and we're going to put you in a bag of Nature Box, and you're just going to have, like, a Cocoa Yum Yum's ball pit experience. Oh, but you, what's that over there? Might... It's a guy in a tiny exoskeleton, and he's going to fight with you. But that's okay, because you're going to break through the glass on his mask, and then I think Martin Short's uh, stomach acid is going to eat away at him. I thought you said his name was Martin Short's. <laughs> Martin Short's, the comedian. Can we all agree that Martin Short's would be the worst deathbed buddy? Mm-hmm. He would not take it seriously. Uh, yeah. This would make it all about him. He would make it all about him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. This is my this is my death. Can you not be like goofing right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's your uh, it's your impression of the of the Hollywood guy. Fuck. What's his name? Jiminy Click. Yeah. And I uh, don't think it's an impression of him. I think he just like made him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's basing that on a real Jiminy Click. <laughs> uh, Jiminy Click. Great. <laughs> I'm, I wanted that to be my but, last. You know what, Travis? You say that, but we all know a Jiminy Glick, don't we? It, look at yourself. Are you the Jiminy? If you look around the table and you don't see the Jiminy Glick, you are the Jiminy Glick. Uh, go to naturebox.com slash my brother. We're going to get you those free snacks. You're going to eat them. You're going to be a happier, better person. Chelsea Care, I got a message for you from Adam Ford. And he says, what better time a year than candle nights Whoops. to take revenge upon your jeef? For a birthday jumbotron message, no. uh, okay. no. I can suggest maybe a better time would be January twenty fifth. <laughs> maybe January twenty fifth, literally a, uh, one calendar month after, would be a better time. Uh, That's what makes no it a surprise. There's no Vengeance Day yet, so here's some dirt on Chelsea. Oh Katie shit! Katie Lang is her godmother. <gasps> no, from no Katie Lang. For my money, Katie Lang doing Hallelujah is the best version of it. Sorry yeah. to Rufus Wainwright. Sorry. To to Shrek. Jeff uh, Jeff. Sorry to Shrek for Shrek's version of Hallelujah. Shrek sings in Shrek. Uh, Chelsea is extremely good looking. Whoa, Justin Chelsea loves border collies more than horses. Happy Candle Nights, Chelsea. I'm sorry that that was a month ago. It doesn't say that, but I'm saying no. That what it says you're is butt. you're a butt. Okay. Oh man, got her, Adam. That was yeah. a, that was got a her? zinger. Way to way to really. Uh, Nail her to the wall there, Adam. You really showed her. <sighs> is it embarrassing that Katie Lang is her godmother? Because I think that's, that's awesome. Great. Well, he just says it's dark. So it's like, if we need to 
you know, get get a private investigation going. There are the facts. Uh, that we give we the just needed a little leverage against <laughs> Katie Lang. Finally, um, we can put our plan in place. So happy birthday, kind of Chelsea. Nope, not birthday. You well, just saw the word birthday in there, and you just sort of let it roll. You know what? It's been so long, it may be her birthday by now. It's yeah. impossible to know. Happy Arbor uh, Day. Who knows when this fucking thing's going up? <laughs> Happy Vengeance Day. Chelsea. People don't know. We record these episodes months in advance. Yeah. yeah. I got a message for Dave, and the message is from Casey and Matt. Casey and Matt. Oh, guys, and I'm Jojo. sorry. And Jojo. Don't. Come on. You think Casey has never gotten that before? I really wanted to sing that song, but then I couldn't I, remember it. Oh, do you mean, tell me it's real? This feeling yeah, all my life. There it is. See, a lot of people go for that. Like tell me it's real is obviously the superior Casey and JoJo song. Um, Listen, it, we uh, could spend the rest of the episode talking about the Casey <laughs> and JoJo We all have strong that. opinions about the Casey and JoJo oeuvre. Let me crack Dave, open the Casey and Mary, JoJo omnibus, and I will, I will <laughs> go through their B-sides. The, Dave, the Mary, Casey and JoJo nomicon? Can I just... Dave, Merry Christmas and congrats on your pro ability to manufacture a child. You are always hard to shop for, so we thought the best gift would be to pay the McElroy family to confess that your gigantic new baby is way better than theirs. What? Oh, oh no. Oh, Sorry. no, son. Incorrect. Wrong. Oh. You can't. Char- baby Charlie is bringing that. it hot. Now, bringing when they say hot fire. better than theirs, does that, does that intimate that, like, Charlie is, is like, all of ours in, like, a weird three brothers and a baby situation? Yeah, I, I, maybe. I'm pretty sure Justin has like the main claim, sole claim. Yeah. Got uh, a question? Did Dave make a baby from spare parts? Dave, congratulations on small wondering. <laughs> Everyone said you couldn't do it, and then you did do it. Small um, wonder was the name. There of the was show, right. Yeah, small one. Sm- yeah. <sighs> yeah. Right. Well, in America, it's what it was. <laughs> in uh. In Europe, and I believe most of West Asia, um, it was called Blossom. Metric Wonder. Okay. In uh, in Japan, it was called My Daughter the Secret, <laughs> which is odd. It's an odd bit of translation. Do you uh, want to finish reading? Happy birthday, Dave. Yeah. Well, you didn't even finish reading the message. Okay. Maybe we could set our babies up a la Swan Princess style. JK, unless you guys are into that. Merry Christmas. Love you. Okay, guys. Listen, here's a serious... <laughs> we gotta stop mentioning the date that you think this will happen, because it will not happen then. You have to stop putting holidays in these It's places. nice, though, in like a... I don't know. It's a nice little rainbow connection that both of these people fucked up. Like, at the same time. Like, maybe somewhere underneath that big, bright moon, we, uh, we somebody else is fucking up. In addition to me. In vis a vis timing. Dave, happy, I don't know, Super Bowl Sunday to Chelsea. Uh, um, we we love all of you, but uh, we have important pressing business. It's Haunted Doll Watch, live from My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Haunted Doll Watch, our new hit feature that everybody is crazy about, where I look for the latest and greatest in Haunted Dolls on the eBay service. Uh, today we've got a really hot one coming in, and I mean that literally. Haunted, spirited, paranormal, scary, burned doll spirit Alicia Creepy. What? That is the listing. Let me go ahead and link my brothers there so you can find it. If you're playing along at home, you can certainly just Google that on eBay. Jesus. Oh, my God. 
So this is a horrifically burned naked baby doll, which I mention only because the story that I'm about to tell is going to seem batshit. Here we go. Burned doll, Alicia, found at the remains of a house fire in 1997 in New York on Christmas Eve. The items were put out on the curb, and she was rescued by a neighbor. Oh, I got it! Oh, I got the doll! Oh, oh that was so close one. I saved her. Hope this shit's not the- haunted! The gentleman who brought her to me said his wife, who rescued her, okay, which, okay, I'm got it. i some mixed details here. Yeah, mixed details here. Kept her in her craft room. Burn the craft room. Talk, listen. Kept her in her craft room and would talk to her as if she could understand her every word. She was happiest when she was with the doll. I mean. Look at that fucking doll and tell me that that is not 100% cockamamie bullshit. Doll, I feel like you get me. You make me feel so, like, understood, creepy, 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 burned ass doll with, it looks like, muscular tissue underneath your burned ass I'm just here to help you. (laughs) I'm Harvey Feierstein. I've inhabited this burned, burned ass doll. (laughs) <laughs> no, the doll was apparently uh, inhabited by a girl who was in the fire. Oh, great. Here is the next sentence. He never said anything about the doll because his wife knew the girl and was despondent about the fire. Okay, so he brings his wife home a burned doll hey, honey, from a tra- trash I, pile. I got you this garbage-ass, burned-ass doll. Maybe haunted. <laughs> Do you want to talk to it? Maybe put it in your craft room? You were just uh, saying yeah, how you wanted more you, you wanted more ruined shitty garbage. His wife recently passed, so Alicia needs a new home. Her unique traits are a cold chill in the area surrounding her. Great. There may be more if you're accepted by her. I am selling her for Mr. Beck, the owner of of the doll. Wait, I want to break are, down that last thing. It, it if you're accepted by her, like if she's like, yeah, you're cool, we can hang. You're cool. What's up? Now, uh, let me just sort of uh, uh, demonstrate some more of my ghost powers. Did you want that table to float? Because now it's floating. Are you chilly? There are, there are six pictures of this doll on the eBay. Okay. Uh, sorry, eight pictures of the doll. In case you didn't get it from the first one, where it's a horrifically burned mess. Jesus and if Christ. you look closely at the picture of the doll, you'll notice that she's sitting in a tiny lawn chair. Really festive. Well, that's it. She wasn't burning a fire. She got too much sun. You can, uh, you can, there are two bids already on this. You want to get in there soon. Current bid is $29, so make sure you, uh, you pick up Alicia Creepy Spirit Burn Doll Scary Paranormal. It is upsetting to me that the current bid is $29 and the shipping is $23. It's upsetting to me that there is more than one bid. There's a bidding war for Haunted Spirit Paranormal Scary Burn Doll Spirit Alicia Creepy. Everybody, fucking hop in to my vessel. Away we go. Bye, internet. Bye, internet forever. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every Tuesday, we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, a show about all the dumb, weird, terrible ways that we've tried to fix each other over the years. You know, some light summer listening. Maybe you want to hear about yogurt enemas, or why we tried to eat mummies for a while, or why drinking cholera diarrhea sounded like a good idea. That and so much more is waiting for you every Tuesday right here on the Maximum Fun Network with Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Uh, do y'all want a Yahoo? Yes. This Yahoo was sent in by Eric Lorenson. 
Thank you, Eric. It's by Yahoo Answers user Christina, who asks, I've always wondered this. <laughs> That's in all caps. When you send out a text message, and, mm-hmm. bef- and before the other person receives the message, mm-hmm. where does it go? <gasps> it has always been picking at my brain. It, what? It, it goes to space, right? It goes to space. And it goes to the, to the stars. That's my uh, Sean Connery in Dragonheart. Okay. In the, star, in the stars, boys, where your text messages go. <laughs> Lots of really great impressions. A lot of really um, A material. Uh, I mean, first it goes across, I feel like, a ticker on President Obama's desk. Mm-hmm. He clears it. He clears it. for. I mean, he checks it. He he's, misspells words that you would actually spell correctly. Because uh, he's a little scamp. Uh, Most he, people don't know this. Obama is spell checked. He is the spell check. He is clippy. He takes your sexts and he makes them sextier. <laughs> he adds a I'm, lot. Of- I'm surprised he didn't address that and say union. Like, if you're wondering why I did not get more done in my uh, tenure in office, because I had to read all of your text messages. I had to juice up your sexts. A lot of you know really when, good impressions. <laughs> you know when all of you moms out there send one single thought in like seven text messages just word after word after word i had to read all those Um, president obama i always imagine that text messages and phone calls are a lot like that scene in willy wonka thank you i was literally just about to say that that is my entire understanding of broadcast information wireless internet everything is that it goes up in the sky and just kind of sits there. Turns into a little boy. <laughs> until you download it. You send a text. It turns into a boy. It it disintegrates that boy. Mm-hmm. It sends him flying. The little boy appears on your friend's cell phone Is like, and then is like, what up? Because that's what you texted. And then they stretch him. Hey, you up? <laughs> hey, Please you up? Please let me out of your phone. It's me, Mike TV. Hey, you up? Hey, did you watch Arrow last night? From Dad. <laughs> Every time you text yeah. message, you kill a boy for a little bit. But then he comes back to life, but little and data. That's why fucking AT&T and Verizon, all them shits, they gotta put caps on stuff. Stop killing. You little- went over your killing little boy limit this month, and that's gonna be an extra $10. Killing's not a, the right word. word. You temp- temporarily killing via dissolution. You disexist him. Yeah. That's a word. But then you re-exist him to be like. Is that why my phone memory is always so full? Because it's just full of little boys. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, I needed to delete some of those. You really do. Um, what? Does anybody actually know? I feel like whenever like Jeff AT&T invented text messages, uh, whenever Stephen Michael Stevens, uh, SMS invented text messages, uh, and he like sent the first one and it showed up on somebody else's phone, he was probably like, whoa. And it said, <laughs> what hath God wrought? How did that ha- smiley face. How did that even happen? It must be Ghostwriter. And then f- for years, everybody thought it was Ghostwriter when the truth is that they got it. It's Ghostwriter. You know when people like hold their phones up to windows or something to try to get like better service, and everybody's like, "What are you doing? That doesn't work." You don't know that. You don't know. You're you don't showing know shit about. You're, phones. you're holding your phone up to the window, and Ghost Rider's like floating around. Like, let's see, this is supposed to go to twenty three twenty three uh, apartment B. Where where is the entrance? Oh, never mind. There it is. Zoop. 
What up? I got a question here. Hi, brothers. I don't know what to do about invitations. This is pressing, so I got to answer it now. Hi, brothers. I don't know what to do about invitations to my Super Bowl party. Our friend group has a couple in it who recently split up due to one member of the couple finding someone new. I already stupidly told both members about the Super Bowl get-together. One person says she will not attend if her ex's new significant other is there. Problem solved. Yeah, I haven't yet sent an email. How do I delicately make sure that everyone who is there will not explode in a horrible rage fight? That's from let's, Super Befuddled for the Super Bowl. Let's make this quick. Like the actual practical, we we can goof or, you know, talk about how we'll make them like fight or like play a football game outside in the winter. We'll, we'll, we'll do that dumb shit later. But I feel like we've addressed this before where that's not your goddamn problem. Nope. It's super isn't your problem. Invite them both. They can show up if they want. They can be fucking adults if they the want. The only beef you have to worry about is in the cheese dip. Yep. Don't put beef in your cheese dip. That seems awfully excessive. Oh, no. It sounds really good. Like, if you did, like, sausage in there. Ooh. Speaking of beef, remind me to circle back around after this question about beef nugs. Remind me to circle back around and yell at everybody who listens to our show about fucking beef nugs. Hey, you nugs. know what? We answered the question. Question okay. answered. Okay. Question answered. Just invite Okay. Beef nugs. No. Things that aren't beef nugs. Meatballs. Meatballs. N- n- yeah, it's just like a chicken nugget. No, it's not. It's just a little sphere of beef. That's not a beef nug. Uh, uh, what about uh, Jack Link's beef jerky beef? Beef nuggets. Oh, do you mean that shit I literally said while we were recording? You literally heard me say that's not a beef nug? What about steak? What about about little chunks of steak? No, not a beef nug. What about steak fingers? You literally just said finger, not nugget. Y'all are fucking Kelly. I love you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for donating to Maximum Fun. You really help us. I don't know if you can tell I'm recording with a new mudguard. I just bought a new mic setup. You're going to enjoy a lot of uh, my just fat sound pipes next week. Things that aren't beef nugs. Everything. They don't exist. Somebody actually made a video of them making beef nuggets. They are the only person on earth who has cracked that fucking Dan Brown beefy Da Vinci code. Everybody else, stop telling me meatballs are beef nuggets. Oh, God, Elizabeth Gilbert, you too. You're like the smartest person ever. I told her that I, I thought it was acceptable. But yeah, because you fucking buckled under the, the weight of her I massive did, of brain. Her star power and her charisma. I did. You're fucking killing me, everybody. Stop telling me steak fingers or beef nuggets. Use your goddamn brain and, for a second. And quit doing it like we're the idiots. Oh, you yeah. oh, guys, Stupid. fucking meatballs, fucking steak nuggets from Jack Links. What you don't think we thought about that? You don't think the we steak fingers are what the steak fingers are what kill me. If someone held up a chicken tender in front of you and said, This is a chicken nugget, you would punch them in their fucking snot lock. But first you <laughs> embarrassingly slap the chicken finger out of their hand it's and then just... slap them. I did have like three or four people actually saying, like, well, actually in Ethiopian cuisine there that okay, fine. How but how would I know that? How would I know that? We have no way of knowing I have that. no way of knowing that. I will say the person who made the video of them like crafting steak steak nuggets and they like did it they like ground that meat up to the consistency that like whatever the consistency whatever the pasty consistency of chicken nugget meat is they crush that they crush the 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 whatever it is with a brining what is it called dredging they dredge it fry that shit up look like a, a chicken nugget that person's doing the lord's work actually looked kind of dope i might actually be into that yes uh, everybody else just sort of, I guess, think before you like do anything because you're you're alive and your actions affect other people. You've you've caused me so much distress. I I regret bringing up beef nuggets in the first place because it's shaved years off my life. The anger. Oh, I don't know when it's gonna go away either because it's still very hot in my heart. We love you very much. We love you so much, but just fucking think for a second. 
for a second. Make some beef nuggets for your Super Bowl party. That's what that's that's my new command. This is your your Hail Mary to atone for the sin, so much sin. Oh my god, so much sin. Just make some beef nuggets, send me pictures, give me a flavor review, let me know how it turned out. But be careful. It's hot grease. Get a parent, get an adult to help get you. To help. Get a, don't try and make this without an adult. You'll hurt yourself. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. Uh sorry that it was a little bit angry i guess towards the end there you just don't know what it's like to be i'm honest. trying to i'm trying to keep it 100 i'm trying to like be legit and i want i don't want to disguise my feelings i want to be the real me and the real me is so fucking mad but we do have a present for you we do. a lot of you chicago folks were upset because our uh you didn't get tickets to the show we're doing there on april 5th uh but we've got great news for you we are moving the whole we're picking up the show wholesale and moving it to the athenium theater in chicago uh and it will see roughly 650 more of you or so so if you're in chicago and don't ever and you can, if you don't come to this show you can never complain about us not coming there again we have room for literally every person who's ever listened if to you show. already have tickets do not worry it. they carry over so you're already set you don't have to worry about it if you don't have tickets they go on sale the 27th at noon, so it, when this comes out on Monday, they come noon out Tuesday. Central. Noon Noon your time, Chicago. Noon Central. And while there are lots more tickets available, don't sit on it, because we're not going to do any other shows there. And, you ever. Know, and ever. This is it. We're shutting it down. This is our last one. But Farewell no, to Chicago aside, tour. It is, it is assigned seating, unlike a lot of our shows. It's assigned seats. So you'll want to get there early. Um and to buy your tickets uh, so you can make sure, you know, you get your whole party together. Like I, like we said, if you already got tickets, good news. You are set. You got the, the primo seats. And this is not an exaggeration. The first show sold out in like seven minutes. So this is so, this is a thing where when we say don't sit on it, we mean like don't wait. And we don't, it might seem like we're big timing you here. We seriously would not. We're just like we really want everybody to be able to we come were, who wants to come. We were super bu- – like it's obviously great when our show's – sell out like that's it, it it my heart swells up with pride and happiness but like when it happens that fast man i feel super shitty because i know there's a lot of people who didn't get in so um good luck may the fortune be ever in your favor hunger games uh also uh, there are still tickets available for the milwaukee show too so if you're in milwaukee and haven't gotten tickets for that it's uh, not a ton it's like 70 percent sold out so don't if you've been holding off, like I wouldn't wait much longer. Uh, Bit.ly forward slash mill mbmbam. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed." Um, lovely album. It's a good one to just sort of, uh, as the seasons change, to just sort of welcome spring into your heart. It's January, but that's like spring in Texas. Anyway, just listen to it, and it'll make you feel good, because the music's good. And we still need questions for our L.A. and San Francisco shows. Um, so if you're going to be at those shows and want to hear your questions, make sure that you put in the subject line either L.A. show or SF show. Um, and if you're coming to the L.A. show, we're going to have lots of merch. When we were here in June, there was a, a little bit of a mix-up, and we didn't have merch. Don't worry. We've got lots of merch at this show, so... Uh, look forward to that. And if you're not going to be at the LA show, all of that merch is available at maxfunstore.com, um, except for the posters. Those are only, the, the blue posters are only available at the live shows. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, but don't. It's none of it matters. Um, and YouTube, that's all right. That's like good content, I guess. Uh, go to youtube.com/slash mbmbam. Right? Yes. 
And that's where you can find all kinds of great video content. We got a new short that Tyler Crowley did for us uh, about Scott Jenkins and Tip of the Dragon Penis. It's pretty goddamn good. It's pretty much my favorite one so far. I still like shitty Uh, Iron Man the best. We're on iTunes. Go rate and review us there. We have P.O. Boxes if you want to send us stuff. It's P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706 for me. Or P.O. Box 341769, Los Angeles, California, 90034 for West Coast stuff. Um, go listen to the other Max Fun shows, too. We all have uh, other shows. If you like listening to our voices, we got Sawbones. That's Justin Sydney's medical history podcast. Uh, Bunker Buddies that Travis and Andy do about the apocalypse. We do the Adventure Zone. We'll have a new episode of the Adventure Zone this Thursday. That's one that the three of us do with our dad where we play D&D. There's other shows, though, that are on the network, like Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Throwing Shade, The Goose Down, Lady to Lady, Baby Geniuses, Destination DIY, Song Exploder, The Memory Palace, uh, Pop Pop Rocket. Uh, fuck, I did my best. Did you mention Flophouse? Because that's Flop like House. my favorite podcast right now. It's really, really good. Uh, also, the Maximum Fun family is uh, kickstarting a video project called Brian and Lindsay Will Totally Eat That, um, where Brian and Lindsay eat things and review them. And it's it's very funny. Watch, Check out the uh, the Kickstarter. You can watch sort of the pitch video for that and throw some money their way if you want to make that video exist in the world. And if you go to MaximumFun.gov, you can find the VOR podcast, uh, no, Big Gulp, the Griffin that's, hosts. You, that's not where Big Gulp is. Big Gulp is, that's, that's, I couldn't lock down the .gov. Thanks to get a nature box where you can uh, get your free sample box of great tasting wholesome snacks like BBQ Kettle Kernels. Go to naturebox.com slash my brother. Can you say that one more time? BBQ Kettle Kernels? It just. BBQ Kettle Kernels. <laughs> okay. I liked it. Naturebox.com <laughs> slash my brother. Uh, final Yahoo answer. This one was sent in by level 44 billion Yahoo Shaman, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user Funky Poo who asks. How much is Drake's dad worth? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad, square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Brian Fernandez, a.k.a. Sunny D, producer of Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Lindsay Pavlis, producer of Wham Bam Pow. We're the stars of Maximum Fun's first web video series, Brian and Lindsay will totally eat that. Someone throws us a snack, we eat it, and then we rate it on a scale from yummy to crummy. We've recorded a pilot, and we're raising funding for the series on Kickstarter until February 20th. And if we receive enough backers, we will receive a huge challenge grant from our friends at Hover.com. Go to MaximumFun.org slash for more info or find us on Kickstarter. Question for you. Shoot it at me. You gonna eat that? Totally. 